What is good, Divine Dolls? All right, so it is Friday. I'm just here minding my business. <laughs> did most of the stuff I needed to this morning. And I started coloring and I'm listening to this um, lady uh, in the background as I was plotting out my colors and how I wanted, you know, finish out the design. And it's this, um, this uh, black woman that's a business owner. She's sells medical grade um uh wigs right so for anybody who's suffering from alopecia um hair loss because of cancer radiation things like that right whether if if it's hereditary and so it's it's a 29 minute long video i'm not going to play the whole thing but if you get a chance to listen to it it's on the california insider um, channel on YouTube and it's titled The Search of Shoplifting Why Police Can't Take Action um, and her name is Yvette Ingram and part of me shifting to be more woman-centric is like I know I've been talking a lot about like how come men are destroying everything how come they're doing all this stuff why can't they be you know ha- you know altruistic in their endeavors, so on and so forth. But my boiling point, I think, has been over the last maybe 72 hours where it's kind of like, you know what, let me just really make that shift. And how do I make content for us women to be more women-centric? What does that look like? How do I model that? How do I start those conversations? And so I'm going to play a little clip. Um, She's shared her experience about having, you know, multiple robbery she has multiple locations throughout california um but what makes her want to keep going is generational wealth she has a a granddaughter that's eight years old and it made me think about all of the women that are you know um we're one of the fastest growing demographic in terms of business owners and i think about all of the women that are you know under the guidance and mentorship of Saks Fifth Avenue. And um, I think that we can learn from her, from what she has to say of how she's going to re-emerge into the, into the market. And I think that one of the other things I want to mention with us too is like as Black women, let's kind of pay attention to the tone we're using when we're working with law enforcement because Sometimes I think that we've been trying to advance in our business endeavors, but because we're trying to coddle, you know, certain things that aren't even necessarily in a night in alignment with who we are, like we work hard, we put in the hours, like me, myself, I'm self teaching myself stuff, paying for mentorship, looking for different uh, ways to be entrepreneurial, whether it's like making a book that I haven't posted yet or, you know, um, listening to different audio and stuff. And so, but on the more hands-on aspect of the entrepreneur, entrepreneurship is filling out the LLCs, showing up, doing the brick and mortar, hiring the staff, putting in the hours, you know, and those long hours of like planning for the future and how to connect with the community that you're, that you're serving, so on and so forth. I think that sometimes, um, they talk about I think it's a proposition forty seven or fifty seven it's one of the maybe they have it in the in the in here, but even the way that we vote and I do oh 
Oh, wow. Okay, okay. Even the way that we do talk about, you know, um, voting locally versus nationwide, there are things that we can look for, you know, in these propositions. I don't know why, but I get a lot of text messages and they ask me, like, how would I vote on certain things? Would I vote in favor of this? Am I against it? And I have to put my thinking cap on in terms of like, how is this going to affect my community? How is this going to affect the entrepreneur? How is this going to affect our future for tomorrow, right? Like, I'm at a point where it's no longer about me. What is my niece going to have when she comes to this property, you know, for this community? What have I voted into effect? So part of what causes the problem that she's encountering is that they voted something where the threshold for what was considered grand theft got raised from $450 to $800, $800 to $900, right? So what these robbers will do is like, yeah, if you run into Sephora, you know, or into a wig shop and you just take that one wig that you really wanted, you know, and you know that it has a resale value of because if it's medical grade, natural, you know, virgin, raw hair, whatever, and you stay within that threshold of less than $800 and all you get is a fine, where's the incentive? And I, I, I can pretty much tell you how all of this started. It started because teenagers were, she talks about how she noticed how the demographic shifted, especially after we voted, you know, I'm talking about here in California, how we voted to um, increase that thing. But what happened is she talked about how it used to be teenagers and now adults are doing it, people of all ages, of all backgrounds. To be honest, the people I've seen on the videos are white people breaking into her shop, like, and 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 white men. But, um, but, um, and, and, and that's not to say because she has different store locations and stuff. One of my favorite content creators had featured um, a clip uh, on uh, Yvette Ingram as well but it's nice to hear her full story and her passion behind it but um and so what what was happening is this was something that teenagers would do right there's a difference between shoplifting and burglary i believe the shoplifting is like when off when it's during office hours and when they're or during business hours and burglary is when it's after everything is shut down and they're breaking and entering to get in right so th- that's kind of something i learned the distinction between the two so, um, what was happening is probably somebody said, not my son, not my son. He didn't even take that much. You know, he didn't even take that much. And it's like, how are we charging all these young boys and girls with, um, with grand theft and making it a felony if it's only $450. And so we turn it into a misdemeanor and we turn it into a citation and we raise the threshold. And so it's that coddling energy that a lot of times I think that we have been a part of, you know, um, we, I think that especially as black women, we are like, when I think of the Eve gene, we are the the mothers of the world. And so that coddling nature wants to come in, right? And the extending of olive branch, and we don't want to see our children suffer and and that type of thing. But we have to kind of pull that energy back because when you talk about the chickens coming home to roost, this is it, you know? And it's unfortunate that it's affecting her, it's affecting other businesses, it's affecting corporate. And then it's crazy. I'm I'm saying this out of a democrat uh, democratic state now that being said i i have my gripes to with um governor newsom 
Um, he has his pros and cons when it comes to reparations and, and all whatnot. But whatever he did in Sacramento, where he was mayor before this, that city was going to hell before. And now it's just he replicated it to now where it's the whole state is in the same condition of where I think it was Sacramento, where he was at before he came in and um, did those type of things. But I, I want to play what she's going to say for you. So I want us to pay attention to how we're voting. Let's not continue to, to create a culture where we are um, co-signing on the negative behavior. You've worked hard. You've put in the work. You've been putting in the, the long hours and putting out the risk, getting those insurance policies, hiring those people. And at this point, it's better for you to protect your own self-interest and, and put your foot down, right? And I think a lot of times what's unfortunate about being a quote-unquote race hustler, like most black men call us, black men will be like, oh, black women are out here race hustling. The negative side about it is that they're not the business owners. They're not the ones getting educations. They're not the ones getting homes. It's black women. Black women are the ones getting the educations, getting the, the degrees, getting the homes, and getting the businesses. So it's not in our best interest to be out here in a movement that is more than likely going to be pro-black male and then be this angry black woman right? And then fighting the very system that is trying to help us and that has regulations and some kind of moral code of conduct of how to conduct things, right? But I wanted to play this because I think that a lot of um, women who are going into business can take these things into account. I don't think that you necessarily have to go through things. I think that sharing our experiences allow us to collapse our timelines. Bruno, it's okay. I'm right here. Bruno, I'm right here. All right, so let's go ahead and play this. Um, for me, it just seems like I've been here forever. California is home for me. So the process you've gone through, does this make you want to give up and not continue? Sometimes it makes me want to give up and just focus on my health. But... As I said earlier, I started this to create generational wealth and because it's my passion and my granddaughter loves it. So I know that I can't give up. I'm going to start again, but this time I'm going to um, do things a little different, more security because we never had a security officer. And I've talked about this. I've done several podcasts on this. It's to the point where I think even where my life is going and for my family my niece is going to have a bodyguard. I'm going to have a bodyguard of some sort, you know, or if I have an assistant or several assistants, they're going to have to be trained in, you know, some type of martial arts or protection. My my niece and I are going to have to take um, self-defense classes um, type of a thing. But I think when it comes to businesses, I've talked about this too. Not only I do I think that neighborhoods are going to become a little bit more tight knit in terms of hiring their own more local centralized police security type of, of or secure. Yeah. More of like security guards. Um, but I think that <clears throat> more businesses are going to have their own individual, you know, so when you go to the mall, each location is going to have their own guard that can handle these type of situations. Um, so I think that's something that you should consider for yourself too. 
Is it an added expense? Yes. But she has already lost over $150,000 due to shoplifting and theft. Okay. Um, but what's, what's paying a security guard as a, you know, as opposed to having those losses and you get to employ someone else, right? You get to employ someone else and get that tax write off that comes with it. Right. So I will have a security officer and better, uh, alarm systems. So I've created a GoFundMe so that I can get, you know, donations to assist. And so if you want to go donate, y'all know I'm a sucker for for this stuff. I eat listen. I know sometimes people be laughing at me. I will donate like and so um I, I went to her GoFundMe. So and and yeah, this fundraiser is um located near me. So this is definitely close to home. Um she says, my name is Yvette Ingram. I'm the founder and owner of Yvette's beauty supply stores. As a single mom, I opened up five stores in different communities throughout L.A. County area in order to provide access to beauty supplies and medical wigs in the community where there, where there was none. And I've been talking about this, too. There's a reason that these companies, you know, in small mom and pop places don't want to go into certain neighborhoods like we we're talking about Chicago earlier. Because y'all keep destroying it, you know what I'm saying? Like, you don't think when these, like, when we were talking about even with the teenagers, you don't think that they were coming home with bundles of wigs, you know, lots of cologne from the Sephora shops and all this merchandise. And, you know, you didn't give them allowance to, to purchase all of those things. And it's time after time after time. And they're with it with their friends and stuff like that. You don't you don't think that these parents don't know that that's what's going on or even with the friends. Because now it's adults now. Like even when I'm looking at it on the screen now, the, the ones that are being shown is from her Tarzana small business owner um, shop. And it's two white people, right? And one of them's like a really old, decrepit man, um, old white man. So it says, I regret to say that after being burglarized 12 times, robbed and held at knife point several times, I've decided to restructure the five stores into one store. And I think she was going online too. The burglaries, robberies, shoplifting in my life being threatened has taken a tremendous toll on my mental health and physical health. I put my heart and passion into opening these stores and it has been stolen from me. My business survived the pandemic, but however, it has not survived the rising crime. I'm restructuring it so I can continue to provide medical wigs for women, girls, and men that experience medical hair loss due to cancer, alopecia, fibromyalgia, trichotillomania, hair loss due to COVID, etc. As well as provide jobs, y'all, in the community and financially provide for myself and my family. And that resonates with me too, because I think one of the best things that we can do is make sure that we're not a burden on society first. Before we can help other people, we have to make sure that we get ourselves out of the hole by whatever means possible, however long that means. And then you can start to reach back and pay it forward and, and that type of thing, right? <clears throat> so she wants to provide financially for herself and her family. Like so many other businesses to stay safe, I will need to hire security officers and purchase a a high-tech security system so that my staff, customers, and I feel safe. Your donations to my GoFundMe account will help me obtain these services. Any donation would be greatly appreciated. My story has been featured on several news outlets such as ABC, ABC7, Los Angeles, Fox 11, Los Angeles, NBC Los Angeles, and Fox Business. And y'all know how I feel about Fox. 
box. I'll be calling them phone use. But you know, that th that's that right there kind of shows you too. Like sometimes it's like I want to take on the the rhetoric that we were brought up with of like, oh, Fox News, da 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 But when it comes to when you really peel back the layers, her being a black business owner, get Fox is giving her a platform to talk about it and to connect and to get the resources that she need. And that's why sometimes when, when these black men are telling us to stop being race hustlers, even though we're the ones defending them for the stupid, like when they come out in the news, it's because they stole a car. Okay. We're running from the police, had multiple war warrants, shot an officer in the knee. And, but when black women come out in the news, it's because they're trying to get their shop off the ground. They've been burglarized. They're, Victims of domestic violence, you know, femicide rates, all this other stuff. And so do we want to keep cutting and pasting their narrative? What about if we shift the, the focus to ourselves? Because what's the point of you being like, oh, Fox ain't ish, blah, 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 blah. But look, she's been on Fox 11, Fox Business, NBC Los Angeles, ABC 7 Los Angeles, right? Thank you in advance for helping this single mom to provide a safe environment for my business. So, oh, wow. Okay, okay, okay. It says this, this fundraiser is no longer accepting donations. If you are an organizer, beneficiary, team member, donor, sign in to see additional information. Okay, so she raised $1,095. Um, and it's quite possible that even with this, somebody reached out and helped her to figure out how to get the funding that she needs, right? Oh, my gosh. And you know what is so interesting? Um, this story is from June 4th. So just like what, two weeks ago, maybe like maybe just shy of three weeks ago. Wow. Okay. Let's finish hearing what else she has to say. With all that, because I'm starting again. And now what do you recommend to average LA residents and businesses? For the businesses, I would recommend make sure your business is protected at all times. Mm -hmm. Know that. If you're starting a business, especially a retail business, well, this is really happening with all businesses. Know that we, you are going to experience thefts, break-ins, but be equipped. Um, know how to uh, spot things. For the residents, support your local small business because we need... Yes, please, you know, and I, I thought she was going to go online you know, but um, I would encourage her to, to kind of take on that front too. But I, I think part of it, it, as I'm saying that, it makes sense because when they come, when she shares her stories about how they come in, you know, and the insecurity and sometimes they're sharing their story and they'll chat for an hour and they have that heart connection, that bond. And then it, it's so much more than just a wig and she knows how to connect with them in the way that that they do you know the online experience it, it, it becomes sterile which is kind of part of the reason why I think that AI can only go but so far because for those of us who are still having that human connection those things matter it's worth that drive to her five locations it's worth flying into that location to connect with her for her to connect with you and to really bond with you right but um yeah support your local small business because mm. we need you to survive mm. and what about the leaders of the state if 
if you had a minute or two with them and they would listen to what you were going to tell them, what would you tell them? I would tell the leaders of this state to rethink these laws because people think that, oh, if it's under a thousand dollars, it's mm. not going to be a felony. I'm not going to go to jail. Rewrite these laws to protect us small business owners because if these criminals know that there are going to be some serious repercussions because of your actions, I'm quite sure they will stop and think before they commit the crime. Yvette Ingram, former business owner, it was great to have you on California Insider. And that guy, this guy? If you like the show and our content, you should go to insiderca.com and sign up to our newsletter because we never know what can happen with social media and other platforms in terms of distributing our content. So um, I thought he was going to say his name, but he's a great interviewer. I've heard several. I don't, I, I keep seeing Epic Times pop up on there. I'm not the fondest person of Epic Times, but um, for whatever reason, he's affiliated with them in some way, shape, shape or, or, or form. But I can say he's an excellent um, interviewer. And I, it made me think also about when I connect with people to just take that interviewing um, aspect where I'm just allow you to talk and share your experiences. I think especially like for where I'm going with my YouTube um, thing, I'm still kind of <laughs> it's still kind of in its womb space and I kind of know where I want it to go. But that has definitely kind of given me an idea, too, of just like. I'm past being musings of a divine feminine to where it's like, I look forward to hearing from people and hearing their insights and connecting with them in that way. And that means actively listening and, and asking questions. But I hope that this was helpful. I'm going to try to remember to put in the description that it starts at the 10 minute mark in terms of her story and the advice for business owners. And it's not just relegated to California. I think it's relegated to any, you know, any woman that's in business, really. Um, look for ways to protect yourself. And I think that one of the biggest things that has to be empowering is, you know, it's different when you know somebody's going to run up on you or that you're working at these type of stores and you feel helpless. But it's another thing when you are equipped with knowledge to practice self like um, if you have mace or a taser, that you have a security system or you have a pew, 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 right? type of a thing and, and you have a system in place that has helped low key, low key. Like if I was her, I would get one of those mechanical robot robot dogs that when it comes in, it would just like bite them and stuff. And it would be just like a mechanical robot dog that would get activated once they breach the perimeter. But Hey, listen, eh, nah, eh. you know, I'm just saying, it'd be like, how you like that for that ass? <laughs> You know what I'm saying? And it wouldn't like, it wouldn't let go the bite until the officer gets there. But you know, that could get me in trouble too. Cause it, like, if it gets like a, a main artery and they bleed out, I've been like, well, you shouldn't have been shoplifting. You chose the right store or the wrong store. However you want to look at it, you know, <laughs> but yeah. So, but, um, yeah, y'all, I, I really like this kind of shift. So let me just kind of keep trying to look for things that are woman centric, keep driving home the point. Let's let's really think about how we're voting and how we're engaging and become more involved and really there's things in place that are there to help us. And I think that we keep fighting it because 
of the way that we were kind of raised when really it doesn't benefit us, uh, you know, to, to take that approach. Like I have found that it's way easier as a black woman to integrate because even when it comes to the workplace, it's way easier for them to go to work with you and have you in the classrooms and have you as a neighbor and in the community. So why would I pick up this language of like, Oh my God. <laughs> it's been a long time since I've had that happen. I have to figure out why that is. Cause y'all know I would get one in every single day. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh my God. That startled TF out of me. Okay. So, but, um, but yeah, just, 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 you know, I just want you to kind of think about that a little bit. And I think this, this is a good podcast that follows right after the conversation we had about what's going on in Chicago and with the billionaire going out there, don't necessarily agree with everything, his stance and, and or the billionaires out that are out there. But I would say that I agree with maybe 80% of what they're trying to do. And there's 20% where I'm like, it leaves much to be desired type of a thing. But it, it's not worth me putting up a fight type of a thing, you know. Um, so I'll be paying attention to this. I don't know if they're going to be... If they're going to be... Um, passing like a new proposition to see if we can amend it and whatnot. But um, wow, this person makes a great point. It says, if you're stealing from a store and pull a knife on the owner, you're not shoplifting, you're committing armed robbery. And this is so interesting too, because the the person was saying that, um, I think it was the San Bernardino police, sheriff, county police, sheriff. He was talking about like, it's at a point where, Republicans and Democrats are both trying to address these issues and they have passed as many as they have tried. They have had as much as 76 pieces of legislation come through and not one of them made it out of the office. So, mm, you know, that, that this this is, uh, uh, you know, it's one thing to depend on the politicians. It's one thing to vote locally and get, you know, some of these incompetent income poops out but at the same time there's things that you can do within your locus of control and that means getting security for yourself to, you know making sure that you can defend yourself getting that surveillance system in some ways it has to help with your insurance too i know like with my car um if you have certain things or even like for your home insurance if you have surveillance cameras and stuff like that then they will like lower your your premium and stuff. So just something to think about if we're moving forward, right? That's coming from a woman who's been in business for years. And again, it's about collapsing that timeline, right? So hopefully you don't have to go through it. You can just you can just build off of her knowledge and what she has been through and take your level to an, another level even higher and uh, faster and quicker. All right, y'all, let me go finish drinking my Hamaika because I'm supposed to start my fast in the next 30 minutes. And so, yeah, I've been, this will be like my official day three. Super excited about it. I uh, love intermittent fasting. It really whittles me down, which is always my goal. And um, I can say that journaling has definitely helped me Tracking my habits has definitely helped me so much. And um, 
yeah, so I'm excited to see what's going to happen in the next 27 days and just getting back into that habit again. But yeah, so let me go finish drinking this. <laughs> this is Micah, and I will talk to y'all later. I hope you got something out of it. Bye.